Welcome to the Fantasy Trash Talk channel, your number one source for hardcore, cash-focused fantasy basketball. We're a channel focused on season-long cash fantasy basketball with two expert hosts who play over $5,000 of their own money. Sit back while we get into the strategy of how to win your league. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. We are on the clock. We are drafting SGA in this punt threes build. I think you're probably going to have to punt losses as well. SGA is the truth this year. I have him ranked as the top three or top four player in fantasy, depending on how much coffee I've had in the morning. He's so good at everything that it's hard to punt with him, but you've chosen to punt threes. Let's talk about that, Jake. Yeah, so last year, that was definitely his weakest category. He, uh, I've heard that he's actually going to up his three-point shots attempts this year, so we'll see if that's actually the case. But going off of last year, his field goal percentage was really high because he didn't take a lot of threes. So we're going to try and punt threes. I've been seeing in the second round um, potentially Sabonis falls, and if that's the case, then we'll go with that. That's He's a great punt threes guy, but otherwise we might have to just skip around and continue with the punt threes later. Shout out to a few of our Trash Talk subscribers that are actually in this mock draft. Eunice is playing as Eunice. He has the 10th pick and picked Kevin Durant. Lucas Borg, a.k.a. Luke Heisenborg, picks 12th, and he's going to be on the clock next. We've got two other guys in, but they have... Oh, yeah, the Beard. Beard Man is definitely a subscriber picking fourth. He has Tyrese Halliburton. Nice. If you would like to be in a mock draft with us, Go ahead, hit a like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then follow us on Instagram at Stram Show. I'll put you in the group chat. We are filling up leagues in Dallas, Los Angeles, New York City, and we're also going to be creating online-only fantasy trash talk leagues. Let's keep talking about this spicy, spicy SGA build. Yeah, so last year, SGA was drafted in like the third round or so in a lot of drafts, and, and if you took him and you're, you built a decent team, otherwise, you probably won your league. This yeah. year, he's coming up in top five, top six. But if we're looking at um, our rankings, we, I know, Josh, we were talking about this before the video. I've got him ranked fifth, um, depending on how we feel about Tatum. And you've got him, you said fourth or third, right? Yeah, I personally hate Joel Embiid like he slept with my mother. And I know that he's a top three basketball player. But like sometimes, gun to my head, I'm going to go something like Joker, Halley, SGA, Embiid four. Sometimes I'm I'm more realistic and logical when I realize Embiid has to be a top three player. I know that Embiid is that good. I just hate the injury risk. So I just I would prefer to go with a younger, healthier player. And I feel like Halliburton and SGA are going to play a lot more games than Embiid this year if I'm a gambling man, which I am. That's what we're doing here. And, you know, Halliburton and, and SGA, I know we talk, talk about injuries all the time and risk and all that. They don't play a crazy injury risky style the way somebody like Zion or Ja plays. Uh, they're more like a Jokic shoots kind of ground bound, maneuver their way through the court. So I, I think they have a higher chance of staying healthy than somebody like Embiid, um, you know, Giannis guys who are flying around all the time. So I go back to our build here. So I'm I'm hoping I you can see my cue here. I'm hoping that Sabonis falls to me um, on my next pick. I also have Harden in my queue in case he doesn't, and we'll see. What happens when we get to my pick? Because I'm gonna, we're gonna find out who gets picked here. But I'm gonna look at my board here also. Um, I think FVV for Vimbley is an okay pick here. But Harden and Sabonis, we're we're doing this assuming Harden is playing 
in Philadelphia and he's going to be normal. Um, I think those are the top two. I'm going to go ahead and take Sabonis here. He shores up my rebounding and he shores up my assists. SGA is so good in defensive stats that taking Sabonis, who's a deficit at that, is okay. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Sabonis. Guys, go ahead and give a like to this video if you enjoy the amazing quality of the editing. We're really trying to raise the floor of fantasy basketball. We're trying to raise the ceiling of fantasy basketball. We're trying to build community. Now, I believe you had prepared a little bit of trivia for us, Jacob. What's the trivia question today? Yeah. So we're doing an SGA trivia question today. Over his last five, over the last five seasons, only five players have averaged at least 1.6 steals and one block per game. That's a pretty prestigious duo. So only five players. Uh, so go ahead in the comments section and tell us um, which five players you think over the last five seasons average at least 1.6 steals and one block, and we will announce the answer in the next video. Uh, and so for this next pick here, I was hoping that Jimmy Butler would fall to me. I think he's the best fit for this punt threes build. It didn't happen. So I think maybe LeBron is the best, the next best fit in this area of the draft. He's been going on average around pick 26. So we'll see if we can get him. Um, I also think Jalen Brunson is a solid option, but uh, because we have SGA and Sabonis who are very, uh, relatively healthy players, as far as we know. We're going to go with a little bit of a risky pick here, and we're going to take LeBron. LeBron. LeBron James. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. A few moments later. Our pick's coming up in one pick. I got two players on my queue, so I'm going to get one of those guys. We got DeRozan, and we got Walker Kessler. DeMar DeRozan, we were just looking at the basketball monster for punt threes from last season. DeRozan is here at number 19, so he is awesome in this build. Jordan Poole just went off the board, so we're going to take DeRozan, and we're going to pair some old guys, LeBron and DeRozan, with our last two picks. We're a little bit worried about not getting blocks uh, in this build here so far, which is why Walker Kessler's tempting, but for right now, we're going to see what happens when we take DeRozan. I like it. I would also like to chastise briefly the Trash Talk subscribers that are in the chat. You guys let Walker Kessler drop all the way to 44, at least one of you not doing your damn job but let's take a look at this draft board <laughs> you right now are sitting on an sga sabonis lebron DeRozan team all four of your first four picks put up massive popcorn numbers who are you targeting with your next pick yeah so let's go look at the players over here who we could take um another popcorn guy zach levine jumps yeah. off the page to me right away i i've also been really liking uh, Jalen Williams in this build. The only issue is pairing him with SGA early on. They're on the same team. One's going to take the other's usage, so it's potentially an issue. And uh, Jalen Williams is also a high upside, but a lower floor type of pick. So, uh, but he's an option there. And then um, I think Rudy Gobert, based on ha having DeRozan and SGA, assuming SGA keeps its free throw rate the way it was last year, over ninety percent, that was his best category. So if he's up there, DeRozan's up there. LeBron and Sabonis are probably about average, so I think you can absorb Gobert as long as you focus on being pretty solid at free throws the rest of the way. Somebody else I was trying to grab in this build was Josh Giddy, but he went with pick, what is that, in the third third pick in the fifth round, so we're not going to get him. Um, Zach Levine fell to 54, so we're just going to keep going with the popcorn stats. I know Levine and DeRozan are on the same real team, but... I, I keep saying this in every draft. 
So we're going to take Levine here. Comment in the chat uh, your favorite trash talk moment from last year. I've been seeing so many of you guys say thank you because you won your league last year. Thanks in part to us. We love to hear that. We do this because we love fantasy basketball, guys. I'm 34. I just had ankle surgery. I'm fully retired from being a serious basketball player in real life. But I look forward to sitting my kid down one day and explaining to him why you never draft Kate Cunningham in the first round. Uh, it's just a lovely tradition of basketball that we get to continue to play. I get to watch it. You don't remember last year we had the video where someone took Kate in the first? <laughs> I lost my mind. Ridiculous. I almost stopped recording. I was screaming. The, there's some people out there, I'm not going to name names, but they're boosting the hell out of Kate. And I can't wait to dance on their graves because that is just not, that is not the look. Like if you get Cade in the fourth or fifth, I guess, but trying to talk about Cade as a first rounder is just, is, is no bad, bad. All right. Let's go there. <laughs> we can't make it through a whole video without slandering Joel Embiid or Cade Cunningham. So let's, uh, let's focus on your pick coming up at six. Yeah. So you, you did both of those during this video. So, um, so looking at, my stats, average stats from last year for this team were really solid in assists, were right in the middle of the pack rebounds, very good in points, but very bad in threes, and a very good field goal and free throw percentage team. Now, that this is assuming that SGA puts up similar stats to last year, so we just kind of have to go with that if we're building around him. But I, I've been finding that a lot when you build around him is that your field goal percentage and your free throw percentage can both be really good, and that's just a huge when if you can get that in the first five or six picks because those are the guys who are going to be the highest volume in those categories and and now you almost don't have to worry about either one the rest of the draft so that's why i have Rudy gobert at the top of my queue here i'm kind of middle of the pack and rebounding and really bad in blocks i think you can find a lot of blocks later in the draft this year so i'm hoping that Rudy gobert falls to me here and i have bradley beal as my backup we have one more pick until our pick so we're good to go. All right. It's our pick and taking Gobert. Gobert. Yeah, that worked out nicely. Uh, one thing that's interesting looking at your team, and I think that this will be a strategy that we talk about. You are elite in both percentages. Obviously, your free throw percentage came down a little bit because you took Gobert, but you're still really strong in both percentages. And you're kind of middle of the pack to slightly above middle of the pack in your other categories. And the reason I say that's interesting, I'm going to go ahead and snap Bradley B. The reason why I think that that's interesting. Took him off my cue. Yeah. I know he was, there's no way he was going to make it to 78, brother. Um, one of the reasons why I think that having a build where you're strong in both percentages and then kind of average in the other seven, one of the reasons why I think that that's so strong is every week when you go into a matchup, you can use a tool like a fantasy wizard, shout out to Bilal. And you can look at what your opponent is close to you in and you can stream for that category. If you jump into one of the quote unquote stronger builds like Reigns centerless punt field goal percentage build or my punt point punt free throw percentage build, I think is like two that are more famous on this channel or that we talk about. Um, if you do those builds, you don't have a lot of versatility. There's not a lot of ability for you to push up what you're doing and attack threes if you're punting points for example but the build that you've created i could see you riding this build out to a one or a two seed and getting that first round by you're on the clock walk us through your pick yeah so i'm thinking 
I just love Tyus Jones. He's somebody who I've been taking in this round in a lot of drafts. Some people might think it's a little bit too high for him. He's at ADP of 82 and a half, but uh, we're going to take him. And, and he he's just one of those guys. We talk about this a lot. He's a toast player. He's going to kill it in assists, and he's really not going to hurt you in turnovers. And that just totally changes the way you can draft the rest of your team. I have some high turnover guys with LeBron, Sabonis. Levine's assist to turnover ratio is not that great. So uh, getting myself somebody who's going to just kill it in those two categories. Now, I'm, I think I'm pretty good in assists for the rest of the draft. What do you think? I agree. Um, you know, when I look at this, I see that you are, based on last year's performance, a bottom three team. Is that right? That's not right. Yeah, your top three. Top three team in assists. Yeah, that makes more sense. You're a top three team in assists. Your field goal percentage is elite. What's your free throw percentage after Gobert? You know what? At 813 and you 81. took Gobert, I, I think that maybe you should have skipped Gobert there. I think there's other bigs that you could get that aren't such a free throw percentage drag. Your your percentages were so good that I do want to throw out there. Jake and I don't always agree on everything. I think that there's other bigs that you could get some shot blocking. Mitch Robinson, for example, later. You can get Mitch Robinson two or three rounds later. And he's going to be elite in blocks without yeah. hurting you in free throw percentage. And when you, and that's why we're doing this, guys. It's August. No, it's that's not true. It's September. It's September first. It's the first day of September. first. We're only like six weeks away from fantasy basketball, guys. I'm so excited. I could curse out Joel Embiid. A few moments later, we're looking here just just real quick because you made a point about Mitch Robinson not hurting your free throws as much as Rudy Gobert, but they're actually pretty close. I mean, this is the bottom of the worst in the Z-score free throw percentage. I don't know who Lewis King is. He keeps popping up. But Rudy Gobert is way down here. But Mitch Robinson is not that much better. That That's a pretty decent chunk, but it's not crazy. So um, I, I think Gobert is totally fine in that spot because he's really going to boost your rebounding and field goal percentage and, and blocks, obviously. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just feel like, I guess the numbers are lying to me, but I just feel like Mitchell Robinson's not going to kill you as frequently. But the Z-score doesn't lie. That's why we... Right, so we're on the clock here. I've really liked pairing the Jones brothers. I think it's just a fun pairing. Again, Tyus and Trey Jones, they both are going to kill it in assists and really not hurt your turnovers. I think there's a chance Trey Jones does start shooting threes this year, but um, uh, we don't need that in this build. But I'm going to take him here, knowing that Fultz is probably a good pick also. Um, I, I really like Spencer Dinwiddie in that same spot. I'm a little bit worried about his assists. And now that we got our assists short away for the rest of the draft, we're going to focus on some bigs. So I'm going to add Jalen Duran, who's already in my queue. I'm going to grab a Kongwu, who I really like as a center later in drafts. I'm going to put Mark Williams in here, who I think his ADP is going to shoot up eventually. So it's almost cheating to take him later in drafts, but I, I'm going to throw him on there with somebody stole a Kongwu. Oh, another Jake took a Kongwu. Wow. This other Jake is taking all my guys. He took Trey Murphy. He took a Kongwu. What's going on here? It's a multiverse of Jakes. Okay, so it's our pick again. We're going to look real quick at our team's rebounding. We're still middle of the pack, which is pretty nice, but we need a boost in blocks. We're pretty low down there in blocks. Assists were right near the top, and the percentages are both really good. So I'm going to take Jalen Duran here, knowing that he's a little bit risky. Uh, he, We don't know if he got the starting job, but I think he's going to get a lot of rebounds and a lot of blocks this year, so I'm going to grab him. A few moments later. Okay, so we're time jumping. The draft is over. We made our last few picks. 
And we're going to take a look at our team here. So you're looking through here, starting with SGA. Last pick was Tari Eason. So you missed the Looney, Norm Powell, and Tari Eason picks. Um, I wanted to shore up some rebounding, so I grabbed Looney. And then I felt a little bit low in scoring, so I grabbed Norm Powell. Um, these are your late round picks, so these are just flyers. And that's why I took Tari Eason, who I think is has massive upside if he gets minutes, but is definitely cuttable if in the first two weeks of the season he's just playing 17 minutes a game. And then we just throw him out and try and take another guy. We also took Keegan Murray, who I think is also an upside guy and doesn't actually fit our build. He's One of his best categories is threes, but I think we could either trade him if he blows up or just keep him around because he's going to score a bunch of points and, and help out. Uh, Josh, you have any comments on the team before we go to the next team? Yeah, I'd say never be afraid to take a good player, especially in the late rounds. It's perfectly okay if you skip your punt one, two, even three times, especially if you're getting a tradable asset. Let's look at your final rankings, Jake. And we need to grade this build. So we finished fourth, but that's including second to last in threes. So we were successful in punting threes. The free throw percentage is middling, so that could probably use some work. Points are pretty solid. Rebounds are at the top. Assists near the top. Deals are pretty good. So I I would say, and turnovers are good. So we're good in assists and good in turnovers. That's what happens when you draft the Jones brothers. I would say in the future, I would try to focus a little bit more on blocks and maybe a little bit more on points. Um, so maybe drafting a, a bigger block guy earlier. But otherwise, I give it. I think it's pretty solid. This feels like an eight out of ten strategy to me right now or at least this was an eight out of ten execution of it eight is good it doesn't feel massively overpowered i will say it looks like a draft and a build that could get a one seed and a two seed and buys are really important and so i give it a lot of credibility for that all right we faked you out before but this is really the end of the video don't forget to drink the blood of your friends and crush the souls of your enemies trash talk out